but I'm, I'm you like, are going to be fine. I go with the flow. Sorry. You are going to be just dandy. <laughs> uh, and what's happening to you right now is you're on Hello, Hello, the No-Tell podcast for the great people who make No-Tell. Alright, yeah, official. Yeah, and I, I know we just met and everything, but I'm a mall and you're Leslie Stordahl. Is that how you do yes, it? Yes, Leslie Stordahl. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it turns out you came here because you know, love, and respect Mr. Muscarella. It's true. One of the other most creative people here in this operation. He's, he might be the most creative person in this operation. He's I'm very creative, saying. yeah. We just passed like an ocean of super creative people over here, and I think there are quite a few... But yeah, he's he's one of your key touch points. Actually, and I think Joseph was responsible for introducing us to Ilana. Oh, yeah. Because they work together, I guess, at Starbucks? At Starbucks, I think. Yes, yes. He um, He's one of those people that it's really, he's really easy to love. And he also steps up in a work environment in a way mm. that makes you want to step up, too. He's very good. And he's very nice. Like, he's so nice. He He has this incredible gentleness um, while getting his ideas through. Right. It's so good. But you also don't always want to cross him, which I appreciate. I like someone who has, like, a true moment of, like, don't mess with me. Yeah, yeah, he's (laughs) firm. Yeah, yeah. He's firm. Uh, Okay, so you are in charge of the brand or you're the creative director? I am creative director. Part of marketing. Creative director. Mm. Um, which to me is going to be overseeing visual, verbal, and experience from a creative standpoint, but from a consistency. Words, pictures, and experience. Words, pictures, and experience, yes. Yeah, experience I feel we don't talk enough about and do enough about right now. Um, Agreed, because that um, that is your most important touch point as a brand right now, really, is the experience that you have. And we are in that business. Like, we're totally, like, you know, yeah. we are Disneyland for work. We might as well... You are the experience. Imagine you yes. it. Yeah. Um, the good news is that um, from everything that I've seen and from the few sort of experience principles that have been written, there is a consistency. It just mm. hasn't been codified in a clear yeah. way. So I, there's some... Intu- I mean, workplace strategy, things like that, have experience with it. Mm-hmm. But I think experience for a brand can go to the true, like, marketing experiential mm-hmm. in addition to the... Well, and the product. That we right. Have. In addition yeah. to the product. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you were asking, how did I get to working in the real estate industry? And one version of the story is, like, uh, we, I always have. It's, like the family business. I've never done anything else. Everything else was just a side project and then I've finally come home to like the real thing I should do. But another way to to look at it is this kind of was a side project. We just felt there was something that we needed for our own companies over time and me and Edward were doing something back in 2013, 14, 15 and we needed an office. We didn't want to move. We just got an office that was bigger than we needed so we shared it with some people. And after a certain point, we just sort of noticed, hmm, something interesting about this thing. It just looks like it's really fun and it's really easy and it kind of makes money and it keeps growing. Like, maybe there's something there. Right. And so then we tried and then it just really just worked and it got way bigger and then way bigger and then way bigger. And I guess we're into the fourth way bigger phase at the moment where every single time it's five times, ten times bigger. And there... 
there's just never been time to stop, get everything totally organized and perfectly right. locked down and then go. And so we're constantly like looping back and sweeping up and sweeping up and looping back. Well, I think that any um, company that grows, that happens too, even if the growth is slow. Like I've worked at, I've worked on companies, I've had clients that are huge companies that when they start to kind of spread out and that sort of urban sprawl happens and they move to different markets and whatever else, then somebody has a great idea. Everybody's got a great idea. And so unless they're they're given clear parameters, they're going to take that idea and run with it. And yeah. that was even in the brand training this morning. I had like one slide where I just showed how quickly it is. Like next thing you know, like your headline is Comic Sans. Like because someone is like, you know what? I like this one. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this. And then when that starts to happen, someone picks up a, that deck and they're like, I heard you did this great deck. Can I borrow it? And then next thing you know, like a colors have, sw- have switched, fonts have switched, like, and those are little things, but they start to cue um, sort of this this like random shift of things. And so you just yeah. kind of have to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's the constant process, right? Like there's the music and the dance floor. And you won't be able to dictate every move on the dance floor, but you can sort of set the beat and the agenda. Totally. Hopefully that moves things in a right. way that makes sense. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes like in the world is... A, it's so cliche, but it's an Ogilvy quote, which is like, give me the freedom of a tight brief. Like you mm-hmm. can actually be quite creative when you mm. set some clear parameters because then you're forced to be creative in a different way. It's not just like, mm. how do I just change this color or make this one thing slightly different? It forces you out. Um, it gives you the parameters to work in, but then it forces you to even push yourself even more. So you just did the brand training for like 100 plus you know, tell people in the lunchroom in New York what did you tell them what's the tight brief what's the tight brief um the tight brief is that we um everyone that works here needs to understand the brand in like a true marketing way because they are sort of um patient zero in terms of going out into the world and spreading what this brand means and if internally you can't talk the talk and walk the walk then how can we expect everyone else out there to think that we're a cohesive brand? Yeah, I mean, everybody has, I don't know, 10 to 30 conversations per day and yeah. maybe like 100 emails per day. Right. There's hundreds of us. It's like 10,000. Inter- it's like right. a lot of interactions. A lot of interactions. And, you know, for me, having just started here, I'm like calling my mom, like my mom lives in South Dakota and I'm calling my mom and I'm like trying to explain what this is to my mom. Mm-hmm. And... It was so funny because I knew right out the gate. I was like, well, I can't use WeWork as a reference. I can't even explain. (laughs) She's like, what? Oh, wait, I remember you talking about what those things are. Like, you know, there's not a reference for it. And so it was really fun to to put this together, just using my experience of, like, what is the shorthand way? Like, how do I explain my Yeah, how'd you do it? I mean, that's always the litmus test, right? How do I explain it to my mother? Right. right. Yeah, that's so it. So how'd you do it? Um, well, uh, I did it. I, I, I did it by the book because I said it is a flexible workspace. We're flexible workspace um, providers, and she's like, "Okay, great." And then I went. And then I went with like the real estate route, like which mm-hmm. everybody gets. Everybody mm-hmm. gets like you have to sign a lease for an extreme amount of time, and so mm-hmm. we don't do that. So she's like, "Okay, cool." what are you going to, and then the next question was like, what are you going to do there? What is a creative director? What are you going to do there? And then I went on to explain, like, and I didn't have the words for it, but now I, I do a little bit more of this sort of engine of progress idea, 
But I went on to explain like how many things we can affect in just that simple platform, like how many different things we can touch and talked about like geometry and all these other, and she's like, oh wow, there's so many cool things you can do. So I think it's, it's sort of like the way that I explained it in the training is, all right, my title is creative director, but that's not what I do, that's not my brand, you know? We're a flexible workspace provider. That's what we do, but our brand needs to feel more than that. And so there's the industry that you work in. You can start there. That's your entry point of mm-hmm. explaining what we do, but then we have to expand it beyond that mm-hmm. in what that future looks like. Yeah, with, and our contact point with companies is to help them move forward, I guess. Yes. That's the engine of yeah. progress, I do. Yeah. And people were down, so in this training, you're giving them this like schlocky brand that we have been revising and you're fresh to it too right so in a way it's just like handed to you and you weren't asked to critically uh, engage with it it's just like okay please turn around and go do this thing yeah but you know it's it helps that I know the players that have Mm -hmm. developed it it helps it helped that I knew um, is it very Josephy uh no but it's very it's the process is very Christina Papali ish ah. because I've worked with her and she was has been my strategist. So like mood board, like this. We're in a room right now with a bunch of like yes. candy sprinkles, cookies, yes, uh, feathers, a bit of wool, uh, yes. some red and coral and right. white and pink, and I guess it's a mood board for one of the companies we we built an HQ for. It is, but that I guess was the starting point a bunch of cut sheets and little bits and pieces and words and feelings and memories and ayahuasca was involved probably (laughs) (laughs) if we're lucky um but I think that's that's how it starts it's it's every brand is a little messy and you got it you have to understand all the messy in fact one of my like first requests coming in is like I need a felt wall too so that I can pin up the messy I need to see all the messy so Uh we're gonna make that happen but um because you really have to visual when you visually see it all together, then you just immediately start. And whether you're a visual learner or an audio learner, like I don't even think it matters. Just having everything up there, saying the words, mm-hmm. touching it, feeling it, moving it around. So then you start integrating it into some mm-hmm. like core, yep. Uh, I guess themes or some of them are feelings, some of them are rational. Right. And you might turn them into sentences, but you're sort of grouping them together, and then you're eliminating some stuff like, we're not silly, we're not fratty, we're not right. this and that. Okay, okay, we're a little more serious, but we're not, like, super boring. Like, we're a little no. smart and a little, like... The, like and there's a little anti conform Yeah, so you have to, thinking about brand personality, thinking about points of distinction, like, this is where, um, in the survey, when I got some of this feedback, where there was... It was people weren't quite sure how to describe us because they were using all the words that we use, but they were using them in different ways. Like mm. when I said, like, give me three words to describe Notel if you were setting us up on a blind date. And it was really funny because people were like fast, flexible. And I was like, these are not personality traits. Like if I was describing a human, fast Good and value. flexible would be, I mean, great for some people, but that's not really what we're aiming for here. So again, it was just, no, those are points of distinction. Those those are what makes us different. Our personality are things that you would describe as like, like a human. Personality has person in it. So what, are, you know, innovative, those sort of things are, are slightly different. So it was just giving people a framework to kind of bucket the different ideas we have as well mm-hmm. um, helps. It's just a structure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so give me the capsule then. Uh, give me like your like two-minute version of how you would express our current brand position and identity um well i would say oh gosh 
I mean, you just kind of did. Because <laughs> then, I'm gonna, then I'm curious to see where we have to go with it. Because I know you've been sort of touring around and talking to all the, the players around the company. Right. You're like, okay, you know, I'm going to have to do this thing. What are some of the things that you want to accomplish? And how can we be, be better and different? Well, the for me, there's kind of two key things. Number one, I think we have to create, we have to create, templates we have to create some rigor internally like we Mm -hmm. have to like within the presentation one of the things I was like okay everybody office versus workspace like you've heard this Mm -hmm. no one's going to come over and like slap you on the mouth if you say office but you got to start moving towards workplace because office conjures a visual that we don't want to be workplace workspace Workspace. Sorry, workspace. Oh my god, I'm already I'm already off brand. Um, Workspace. Um, So I was like that. That is an important distinction. So we everybody needs Mm -hmm. to kind of start thinking about that. But um, we need to put some rigor around a few visual templates, um, presentation templates, fonts. I mean, this is we're we're using free fonts. People, we we all have to. We're not using Comic Sans. That that was. We are not. No, it was just just a a joke. I promise. It was a little dangerous. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, no, I don't even think our people, when they go off-piste, are doing No, they're not. Please, I agree. God, I no, I, I think we've hired well and trade well. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was sort of the joke, though. The joke was mm. like, we've got, this hasn't gone that far, but mm-hmm. just, just so you it can, can understand. Yeah. Um, but so I think we put some rigor. And then I think the other piece is like, to really show how we're different, to kind of show that sort of nonconformist spirit that we have. We need to do some like kick-ass marketing. Mm. We need to do some cool stuff. We need to keep mm-hmm. some of that, um, that sort of the modern... challenger spirit. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how we used to say it at Virgin. We, because um, like, what does Virgin say about themselves? And when I was on the inside and we were doing Virgin Mobile, like, it, one of the big things was challenger. Yes, challenger sure. is kind of cool. It's like, it's a little different from just like different right. or yeah, right. No, and, mm-hmm. and always, you know, that's a sort of, um, we get to be a challenger, not because we're challenging another company, but because we're challenging stereotypes convention, yeah. and convention, mm-hmm. which I think is challenging what, how the system the works. The old way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is a much cooler way to be a challenger. So yeah. it's because then you're not being a challenger from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and also, so it's not just newness for the sake of newness, which I think is one of the diseases of the tech world. Everything's yes. like, oh, we have this new thing. But like, what's wrong with the old way? It is so clear what's wrong with the old way. It's so frustrating. It's so wrong. It hasn't even moved. Yeah. We planned a challenge convention, and we were yeah. going to fight for you, basically, the customer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of like my two things mm-hmm. moving in is like right now, I keep so saying I'm going to build some stuff. level of standards deployed. Yes. And that is just like the nuts and bolts bureaucracy of a great marketing organization to provide yeah. support, enablement, templates, la, 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 yeah. la, training people things in their heads, but also files on their computers and yep. posters and the whatever. Stuff. Yeah. Get the stuff, man. Folders with little subfolders with the <laughs> pictures and totally. all that stuff. Yeah. Totally. And then a second big thing is to push forward the way our message lands on folks, which is yes. just marketing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Enterprise, like how excited are you about enterprise? This is an enterprise thing. Like one of the things that amuses me, and I was laughing about it this morning, I was walking to the office, um, you know, there's somebody on the street with a t-shirt, and it's got that sort of like scripty, like love the day, right. be happy. It's like so, the gift yeah. shop kind of, yep. one of the co-working companies that we are often compared to, like, their whole, like, positioning is just, like, this ridiculous, like, a bottle of sand with, like, pink scripty (laughs) writing on it that you got in, you know, whatever, and it's, like, so silly, 
and yet they intend, uh, and even their color scheme and stuff, they intend to land against large companies that are doing serious stuff, but they have this like foolish positioning from the very beginning right. that I don't know that it's ever going to quite disappear. And so in some ways, we have a very serious framing, I mm-hmm. think. There's a little bit of life in the way we frame it. Um, but yeah, how do, you feel, how do you feel about how are we pointed at enterprise and can it be fun and interesting to have a brand and an identity against enterprise? Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Enterprise right now um, is, you know, I have friends that work at like J.P. Morgan and, and some of these places where they're like, it is hard to attract talent right now. Because no one wants, I mean, mm. everybody wants to make money, but they're looking at other places we can work at that yeah. seem more exciting, more interesting. And I think we shouldn't discount enterprise's need for um, pushing into the future as well. Mm. That motivation that they have, not only to attract talent, but to appear like a company that understands what's happening and how they're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's it's we can be our, our authentic selves because quite frankly, we're cooler than a lot of those people, mm. and they can use that um, as a way to kind of feel like they're progressing as well. I also feel like that what we offer to enterprise, I mean, it's one thing to say from a venture standpoint that we can do things really fast, and that's amazing, and that's groundbreaking for what those people need, but from a marketing standpoint, like saying we could do something really fast enters in a lot of other questions of like, fast, but what does that look like? What is that? Yeah versus the enterprise message um, around this idea of tailored approach of appealing to um, to not creating the, the right work play, workspace so that we can that this idea of we can make work work for you mm-hmm. is has so many great messages within that that I think will actually halo out but we can really sort of hit enterprise within that that's kind of our interesting sweet spot within there yeah there are these two themes that I they don't compete but they kind of diverge like they're two independent themes like one of the themes is hey company officer who needs to just do your job our thing is fast and it's flexible and you won't get screwed and it meets all your standards and the price is good and everything will be fine yeah yay and then there's this other theme which is like it's better yeah your people are just going to be so excited that they get to be like on right. Broadway and 19th Street and it's got this beautiful iron whatever and they yeah. don't have to be in and they can be there tomorrow and they don't have to wait for like two yeah. more and they get all these quarters gorgeous amenities mm-hmm. and it feels like your company and when you walk in there every day mm-hmm. you feel proud that this is the company that you've created or that you've built or that you're leading in um, there's there's a, there is a lot of emotional connection there that, from a marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. is a much sexier territory than we can do it fast. Then we're fixing a problem, I guess. Yeah, and we're just getting started. We have so much to do. I mean, it's so tempting to, like, I, I don't think we're at a spot yet of some other companies that are sort of distracted by a million silly things. Like, everything we do is more or less designed to make the way companies put their people in a place to accomplish things, their mm-hmm. workspaces, just like more of them, more available, better, faster, just right. all that stuff, more cities. We do a lot of things to do that, but <clears throat> it is easy uh, in some startups to get carried away with random ideas. <laughs> and on the brand, it's true too, right? Like with this like big soaring aspiration about helping companies accomplish all these great things, like many things can fall under that message. Engine of progress, like, right. hey, we should launch a cupcake Right. service or 
should we or not or I don't know. What, how do you feel about discipline and focus and the, and the um, ideas? Listen, I I don't feel to me. I'm not quite sure until that's why I'm like meeting with everybody that I possibly mm. can mm-hmm. to understand what that what that means to them because it is a lofty like saying an engine of progress moving companies forward and there is a lot of stuff that can fit underneath that that's why you have more brand framework to kind of give you additional guidelines of like wait does this fit within our five points of distinction like would a cupcake service actually fit within there i mean maybe it fits under full service but not enough for it to feel like it's it's something that Notel would put a their brand. fast cupcake service. <laughs> they ride really fast. <laughs> um, they bake really quickly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I think um, right. So that what your point is that for those who have attended the training and gotten the document and really inhabited the space of the brand architecture, it provides a lot of decision making support. Yes, it gets you all the way down to like what to say in your little salutation. Go with cheers. Don't go with best. Right. Right. We haven't gotten all the way there, but we will. The hope is that we can. And and I think it's just understanding from from a um, from a company how far down do we go? How how edited and audited Yeah, do we there's want a pretty independent spirit in our business. Yeah. And I don't think that'll change. And I think that's pretty structural. Like it'll be so hard to rein it in because first of all, we're growing insanely fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, by nature, distributed all around the world. Like, you cannot have a really tight set of controls on folks that are working 12 time zones away or whatever. Yeah. Like, and, the, and the process, and part of how we've organized the company is responsive to that. Like, in the market, the process is fast. Like, people have to decide, decide on things, like, every minute, every hour, every day. Mm-hmm. And the things that come to the HQ or get to my desk, it's like on a monthly cadence. Like, I don't make any decision that has one minute Right. It's like everything's like been storing up for a long time right. and eventually gets to me and then we have some other colleagues here like you're not going to change the brand every like four seconds. You're going to probably change no. it like once every quarter or every year. I mean not, you know, so right. there'll be evolution. So it will be decentralized and we'll have to be sensitive to that. It will be. And that's yeah. why that's why from a marketing standpoint, if you make the stuff mm. rather than just provide the controls, if we make the templates, I if we make so these buy, things yeah. like so that someone else isn't wasting time doing Help that, them. then you will just, in essence, eliminate some of the need for like this. Controller. Right. So instead of controlling, you're helping. Yes. Here's the stuff. Here you go. Here it is in Portuguese. Here's Here it is stuff. in Japanese. I told I told Joseph I need like a neon sign over my desk that just says "making stuff." Making. <laughs> making stuff. We're gonna be making. Okay. Here's stuff. another puzzle with um, with our work. So one of them is about how global and decentralized, and there's others, you know, about overreach with, with companies. But another interesting one is we, we say that it's a marketplace, at least in business land when we're doing like the business mm-hmm. talk about it. We say that we, we've built a marketplace and the marketplace lets us work with the owners of buildings, mm-hmm. um, put them into the system. We have to do some stuff. You know, we will apply our fit out machine to the Notel. The Notel factory will process your building and make mm-hmm. it into something that a company can use. And then on the other side, of course, we work with our customers, these companies. And um, on that, I think it's the natural inclination to really spend time, energy, and get a lot of nuanced understanding. That's mostly what we've been speaking about. Mm-hmm. Enterprises and companies, and how do we serve them, and it's global and all that. Right. But there's the stakeholder group, which is the owners, and there's another one, actually, which are the brokers yep. who work on both sides of that. And I guess we kind of have to say something similar, but a little bit different to them, too. And Yeah, no, I mean, the messaging framework that 
that we should that we will be working on and that we need to be um, have a little bit of rigor around needs to be how to flex those messages to each of them and to really you know we there has been some stuff that's already been done about sort of understanding the audiences but I think we can go we potentially can go even deeper to understand some motivations around the decisions that they make and to really and and motivations beyond money right like obviously making money is motivation but also you know when a broker makes a decision to push no tell like what what is that yeah clients interest are they doing the right thing Yeah, yeah all of all of like that sort of that process that they go through um is something that I think we can dig into even more. And then we can start to, once we understand all of those things and sort of, again, codify it in a unique way, then we can start to think about, okay, from a marketing standpoint, like what is different for brokers? And again, I think we're doing some of it, like these dinners and some of these, mm. like it's, it's already happening, but just putting it under these sort of headlines so people can say, okay, this is clearly, this is what we're doing for brokers and these are the type of activities that we know that we're into. This is what that experience should feel like for them mm-hmm. because we know that these are their motivations and kind of what makes them tick. And these are the things we should be hitting upon and just getting smart about all of our targets. Yeah, I think for these communities, the owners and the brokers, it's so natural to start doing business with them. Mm-hmm. And it's less natural to elevate up and look across the whole world and canonize the handful of messages. The, the, you know, in every market that we show up in, you know, I'll show up in some place, Sao Paulo, London, mm-hmm. whatever, and then they're like, oh, you don't understand, everything's different here. No, oh, right. And I'm like, yeah, I know, it's all different <laughs> in exactly the same way. Yeah, <laughs> like, every, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't think, I mean, messaging is one of those things that should absolutely flex. Like, that shouldn't yeah. be, that shouldn't be something, because people change, yeah. Economies change. Like there, there will always be some different version of. But that. the themes that attract these constituencies yeah. to working with us are pretty similar, and I think a lot of them have received other messages over these last few years. Like one of the messages of change as being a big threat for you guys, or that it might be a flash in the pan and be going away. Those are sort of yeah. broad historical um, trends that they've been observing, and then also there are certain players in the market who have been just like showing up and being jerks, and we need to. We, I think, in practice, say mm-hmm. something that is very affirmative about being great partners for these folks. Yeah. And I think part of our brand for them is a thing for us to improve and tighten and make sure we say in the same way. Yeah. Uh, because they also talk to each other. And right. No, I have a good friend that works for JLL, and he's like, let me just tell you, like, no t- like I love the people that come. They're really great. They're, there's, it's such a smart idea. Like, I'm excited to see how this all starts to work out. And, you know, when I first had heard about it and the way that he kind of brought it out, at first he was kind of like, I don't really understand what they're doing. And then when I was interviewing here and then we had the, cause like, tell me what you think and trying to get all the information from all the different sides. And I, I think there's, there's a ways to go, there is a ways to go for us to crystallize our brand to them. Mm-hmm. But I think they're starting to buy into this idea and mm-hmm. like what this future forward model can look like and how it can help them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, again, what is, what is our brand to them? And we need to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's the we don't understand mm-hmm. part of many conversations. Right. There's the, okay, it's WeWork, right? <laughs> part of many conversations. Right, yeah. And then the space after that is the space we would need to fill with, like, actually, now that you at least understand the mechanics of it, like, this is how, this is how it feels, this is the... Yeah. Yeah. This is when I walk mm-hmm. away, like, it can't just be, like, I like the guy that I met. Mm-hmm. I mean... 
or girl, hopefully that is what you walk away with, but also I know what this brand is about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we haven't even done that work yet of trying to design it. It's going to be fun working together and all this stuff. Yeah, I hope this is what excited. you actually wanted to talk about. I know this you didn't is. expect to announce yourself to all our colleagues <laughs> all not. around the world in a 30-minute podcast called Hello, Hello. <laughs> but welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited about it.